Hello everybody, um, happy 1st of June, uh, can you believe it? It's June 1st already, where does the time go? Um, weather is fantastic here in Alberta, like really fantastic, like I'm glowing like a tomato, I'm red. Um, loads of aloe vera being smeared on and coconut oil just to help my skin heal. It wasn't intentional, but when you're out biking or walking, you you can expect to get burnt. Anyway, so welcome to this week's podcast. Um, and my name is Shemaine Linney. I am owner of Shemaine's Model Health. I'm a biohacker and fitness and nutrition expert. And if you want to find out more about me, check out my website, which is shemainesmodelhealth.com and the same name on Facebook and Instagram. Anyway, okay, so this week's podcast is on um, my time-saving tips, which I find are quite fitting now with um, summer break just around the corner. The kids are going to be off doing their camps and their baseball and football and whatever they're doing um, and you're going to find yourself a bit out of routine which happens to all us moms over the summer and we get flustered and we don't know if we're coming or going and we really struggle to get anything productive done so I wanted to give you some of my time saving tips and also quite fitting as I'm on the brink of hiring um, a new assistant as well that this podcast would come along so then she can listen to it and pick up some of what I'm throwing down to so okay so well what we're just going to do is we're going to delve into some lifestyle hacks and habits that I use to get as much as I can done in the least amount of time and try to keep myself running at optimal levels all the time. Um, so whether you're a soccer mom, a blogger, a triathlete, um, a CEO of your own business or a student, um, these time-saving tips should hopefully free up some time for you um, and make the time that you do have a lot more productive. Um, so here are some of the strategies that I use. Uh, so one, I try to use buckets. So buckets are kind of like bucket lists. So I have a journal that I write in. I have a lovely 365 journal that I treated myself to. And instead of writing to-do lists every day, I try to allocate um, certain um, to-dos to specific days. So for instance, um, on a Sunday, I know I have to study, study, study all day. Um, Monday, I have to prepare some posts and check in with people all day. Tuesday is my day to record um, podcasts and do my transcripts. Um, and that's what I do on Tuesdays. Um, Wednesdays, then I'll do something else and so on and so on. So just one thing to each day, say Thursdays are meetings um, with my assistant and my business coach and prospective clients or whatever. Fridays then are just chill out time to go over the week and past and prepare posts that will um, schedule for over the weekend so I have the weekend free. So you see how that works? So we schedule one thing to be done each day um, and it works out pretty well rather than doing a little bit of everything each day on that to-do list. Um, and it seems to work out a little a bit better for me it seems to be a lot smarter and cleaner now um, 
as I use the book is I just simply assign days for specific tasks and I only do those tasks on those specific days. So that's one thing you might want to try out and even if you don't run your own business, even if you're just a stay at home mom, you could say okay Monday we're going to sort out the laundry, Tuesday we're going to clean so and so's room, Wednesday it's so and so's room, the next child and so on. Next, you're going to hate me for this, um, you're really not going to like me for this, but you know it's got to be done if you've got, if you want to make the best use of your time and play at optimal levels, I eliminate TV, I don't watch TV during the week, I really don't, um, I don't have the time, I'm too busy, I have too much to do, um, like, really watching the news I haven't watched the news in a long time I'm not up on all the series like everyone else is and it's not really a big deal to me I do watch TV on a Friday evening with my family and on a sun Saturday evening so I do watch but it's specifically I um, I grab the information that I want when I need it so through Netflix or through TEDx or through YouTube or whatever I want so I don't get fed information I take what I want. If there's a program I want to watch, I'll download it or I know where it is. Um, so I don't kind of get roped into watching all these series and wasting my evenings when I could be either um, catching up on some reading or catching up on my sleep. Um, and it's not a big deal, you know, it's really not a big deal to eliminate TV and definitely not at this time of the year where there's so many better things you could be doing to make use of your time. Um, even if you're not running a business or studying, you could be going out for a bike ride for that hour that you're watching TV. We know the damage that sitting and watching TV does to our health so why not go the opposite direction and spend that hour that you would watch say The Walking Dead or um, Better Call Saul you would go out for a walk for an hour or a bike for an hour instead or practice some self-care or try a new class or something so um that's that's what I do there to help save our put away some of my time so I'm not wasting it. This other one, I say this other one all the time and I stand by this all the time. I really do. I eat simply. I eat very simply and I do not feel guilty about it. Each meal that I have, I make sure that I have dense nutrition in each meal. Each meal has nutrition that I need and um, aspects of my life that I feel need to be addressed. Like on a heavyweight training day, I know what my meals should look like that day. On a rest day, I know what my meals... Even on a rest day, some days I go all day without eating at all. I'll just go into a fast on that day and it's really not a big deal. Um, so I don't feel guilty at all about a lack of variety in my meals. Um, realistically, we only eat five to eight different types of meals. We tend to rotate um, over and over again the same types of meals unless we're going to an event or to a restaurant or to someone's house. Um, and that's not to say you can't try other meals, like there's hundreds and hundreds between my Facebook groups and YouTube and all these other resources on the internet. You can get plenty of recipes, simple and fast ones as well. Um, 
but my eating system is very simple like 99% of the time I eat the same thing for breakfast which is usually some sort of yogurt concoction with um, a mushroom bulletproof coffee and um, that's every morning and I like it and it's not a big deal I know I'm getting the nutrition in then for lunch depending on what I want it's not a big deal once it's nutritionally dense maybe some sort of soup or a bone broth or maybe I'll have a salad if I feel like it I don't always feel like a salad um, but I don't make a big deal out of it I don't stress my belly is hungry I'm gonna eat something so my belly is not hungry anymore but I'm gonna make sure it's got nutrition in it it does not have to be extravagant I am far from a chef um, so it's really not a big deal to me. If I want something fancy, I'll wait till um, refeed day or the weekend or whatever it is to get something fancy, maybe from a nice restaurant, or I'll put a bit of extra effort in sometimes, um, depending on what I feel like. But otherwise, I don't stress about food at all. It's, it's the nutrition, food for fuel, food for medicine. Um, it's not always food for your taste buds. It doesn't always have to be amazing, but it does need to do its job. So that's another thing. Next, I outsource. Hence why I'm hiring a new assistant. I outsource um, as much as I can lately. Now, it hasn't always been that way, but since I've started to, now I'm freeing up a lot more time. So I will get my husband I'll get him to do a lot more around the house when he's here um, my kid I'll ask him to do the dishwasher and put out the garbage and pick up his brother's toys and I'll really ask for more help when I need it instead of just doing everything myself because I don't have to do everything myself uh, but I do outsource where I can um, and uh, that's something like even hiring the kid next door to cut your lawn or give you a little bit of help with yard work or maybe getting a local kid to come along and watch your kids for a few hours while you even take a nap or have a bath or just go get your nails done or read a book or whatever you need to do there's ways to outsource even asking some family for some help is going to be great as well um, and then you can find some help like even online help with Craig's the likes of Craigslist um, GoDaddy, Hootsuite, there's um, another one called TaskRabbit um, that can help and then there's one called Fancy Hands where you can hire a virtual assistant to plan personal travel um, etc like that. Now my assistant won't be virtual, she's real and we're going to meet in person but if you wanted to do something virtual there's a lot of options out there. And then there is um, back to the food thing I kind of avoid snacking as much as I can um, it's kind of needless like it really is a complete nutritional fallacy that uh, frequent snacking keeps your metabolism elevated or is healthier than say eating three meals a day like we've proven that there is studies out there um, that that's not accurate at all so you don't need to be constantly thinking about food all the time the one thing I've been teaching my students lately is that at breakfast enjoy breakfast don't be thinking about okay what will I have for lunch or what am I gonna make for dinner don't don't stress about it just enjoy your breakfast then um, that takes a lot of the 
the stress and the time wasting out of it. So some days I will snack, but really I don't snack that much and I don't snack in the evenings too much either. Now obviously some days are hungrier than others, especially if you're uh, a, woman, a woman who is still menstruating or have um, kids calling you or dragging out of you all the time. Some days you will be hungrier than others and you can snack, but generally I don't stress about snack. I don't really bring snacks out with me. It's not a big deal for me to do that. Um, if you were someone with some sort of underlying issue or hypoglycemia, then yes, having a snack in your bag just in case of emergency is appropriate and is smart. But otherwise, I don't do snacking. Um, then this last one. I can, well, these last two, I feel, and you'll agree with me on this, it's like where you get dragged down the rabbit hole of, like, Facebook. And, um, you know, once you start looking at the news feed on Facebook, that's it. You get sucked in there. You'll get sucked into conversations, and before you know it, three hours have gone by. It's like you get yourself trapped in the internet quicksand. Um, and you're like reading what so-and-so said about so-and-so or maybe even like on the internet itself, not necessarily on Facebook, you're reading interesting articles or shocking stories or anything else that happens to come through Twitter, Instagram or even your email um, or Viber in my case sometimes. And before long, an hour of burning your eyeballs, which your browser has gone by, and you have achieved nothing at all. So I try where I can to aggregate content and ignore everything else. Um, an aggregate is like a collection of items that form a total quantity. This chapter, um, this can... This can be challenging for some people where they uh, try to avoid stuff because there's so much temptation out there. You see it all the time, be it ads or pop-ups or whatever. There's so much temptation. So um, aggregating what you do want and what you don't want to be reading is good. So I have a few newsletters that I signed up for off specific websites that I use as resources to get content and information and studies um, and citations from and they're the only ones I look at and that's it. I don't care about anything else, they're the only ones I look at. If I'm on Facebook, I will try to only look at um, my business feed and my very close friends and family and that's it. I try not to go anywhere else because you just get caught up. I don't get caught up um, myself in drama or anything like that on Facebook because it's just time wasting and that's all it is. It's time wasting and we really want to reserve and make the best use of our time. Um, and then last thing, and this is so hard and you'll agree with me, this is so hard. I struggle with it all the time but it, it's, it's so true at the same time. I start with the hard stuff first. So with the summer and the warm weather, now lately I'm finding it's harder to work out at home. I don't have a problem when I go to the gym because obviously I have no distractions there. But working out at home, uh, that is a hard task for me to do. But it's critical that I do it um, if I want to keep being successful at what I do. So I try to do that just first thing in the morning. 
I'll get up at maybe 5am, 5.30am and even if I only do 30 minutes, maybe an hour, then I feel good and at least I have the hardest task under my belt. Um, and then the next thing is going to be touching base with my students to see how everyone's getting on. But I try to get the hardest task done at the start of the day, get it out of the way and um, sometimes that can even be going for a walk because if you say I'll do it again later we generally don't always do it later so getting up an hour earlier to get out and do that walk or to practice some yoga or whatever it may be um, making sure that you fit that in first and then it's done and then you feel great you're setting yourself up for a successful day and you're helping yourself like it really gives you a clear mind for the rest of the day because you're not juggling everything you have to do. That's not always at the back of your head that, oh, I need to go for the walk or I need to work out. It's already done for you. And luckily as well, my gym is 24 hours. So when I do want to get my workout in early, I can go at five or six and usually be the only person there, which is why I like it. And I really do function best when I have my hardest tasks out of the way and that my mind is 100% clear so I know what I'm doing and helping my mind again be 100% clear is where I write down what has to be done in the bucket list so I know I can go back to it all the time um, so these are some of my biggest time saving hacks and even if you take one or two hopefully they help you but they definitely help me a lot and I am one of the busiest people I know but these are some hacks that help me functioning somewhat normally and making the best use of my time in a crazy world. Okay, well, I hope you found this helpful. Um, next week, I think we're going to look at something else, maybe kombucha. I have been asked to talk about kombucha and not actually the positives, but the negatives of kombucha. So that would be interesting to just kind of highlight a bit, wouldn't it? Anyway, um, if you enjoyed this or feel someone would benefit from it, of course, I would love you to share it. Um, and um, have a healthy, happy remainder of your week and, of course, weekend. And I will speak with you soon. Okay, bye, guys. Adios.